Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to another great episode of the Shish and Friends podcast. It is an, it's time for an episode of Fantasy Football Friday, and this is going to post on Saturday. I know I missed last week, so I, I'm going to make it up to you guys. I'm going to drop two episodes today on this beautiful Saturday. I'm recording in the in the wee early morning hours of Saturday. Um, I took a little nap Friday, went to work out, had dinner late, and uh, and you know I'm just I just mustered enough energy to record this episode right here because I know I owe it to you guys. I told you guys I'd, I'd start posting more often. I will. I, I'm a man of my word, so. Even if it's 3, 4, 5 a.m., I will record it and I will get it out uh, Some at some point today. It, it will drop. But in, in the future, I told you, I will have a schedule. We'll stick to it. It'll be more consistent. But let's get into this. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about QBs. I know we talked about them last week. But I just want to refresh because some news came out recently. Some things came up. And I just want to clarify some things I've just moved around real quickly. So in this episode, we're going to focus on QBs again. I'm just going to mention a couple names I did last week and kind of go over that. In the next episode, we will be going over running backs. I will quickly give my top 10 rankings and kind of discuss how I feel about each player. Uh, and then I'm going to spend, uh, you know, probably most of the episode, or at least half of the episode, talking about breakouts between 10 and 30, right? 10, 30, the running backs, and, you know, according to like fantasypros.com, that's what we're going to go off of again. From, from 11 to 30, kind of who are the breakouts, who are the busts, and who are the sleepers? I will give you my opinions, and I will tell you about other like late round picks and good value picks later on, and you know. Sometimes you have to make a choice between a couple of good names. I will tell you kind of how I feel about it. I kind of don't want to rank 30, 40 running backs on a freaking podcast. I will come out, like I said, next year probably, I will come out with a ranking uh, and projections. But for this year, I'm just going to do do some light work here. Oh, and, you know, like I said, I'll do running backs as well in the next episode. After that, we've got tight ends, defenses, and uh, wide receivers, so that's exciting. And then I'll have an episode about strategies as well, and all this will be posted right before, uh, at least a week before the regular season starts. So hopefully enough content for you and your draft. If you have any questions, if you want any advice, if you want any tips, please hit me up. I will definitely help you out. You can hit me up on Instagram, at Ashish Airy. I'm off of Twitter right now, but you can hit me up and I'll, I'll get a DM or whatever notification about it. So that's also at Ashish Airy. And yeah, just send me a question, send me uh, whatever you need, and I'll, I'll try to help you out. Um, but yeah, fantasy football season's right in, coming up, you know? We just passed the Hall of Fame game. Steelers beat the Cowboys, like whoop de and do. Um, but that happened. That was pretty incredible. NFL's back. It's obviously just preseason's about to start. Hard Knocks is coming out next week with their first episode. They are covering the Dallas Cowboys this season, so that's pretty exciting to watch. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll do some recaps of that because I think I'm in love with Dan Quinn um, right from the get-go. I really hope he does amazing things with this defense because they, they've sucked, and last year they were horrible. So I really hope he does good things with them. Um, but the way he speaks is just so interesting. Like he really breaks it down and he keeps the audience interested. Yeah. Kind of like me. I feel, (laughs) I feel like Dan Quinn really picked up, um, a lot of his qualities from me. So you're welcome, Dan Quinn. 
No, but seriously, Dan Quinn, oh, so elegant. Such an elegant speaker. Very interesting. Keeps people engaged. Has great stories. Oh, it's fantastic. So, anyways, Hard Knocks coming out next week. I'm excited for that. But let's let's get back into QBs. Let's reel it in here. So, like I said, I, I get my list uh, and my rankings for the top 10, top 12 last uh, last episode. I even mentioned some, like, honorable mentions in that 10 to 15 range. And the rest, you know, throw a dart, right? But the thing that came out recently is Dak's injured. Dak Prescott, who I had, I think, as a top three quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. I think I had him three or four. He has a shoulder strain. And right now, it's looking like he'll be ready for week one. At the same time, there is no legit timetable of, yes, he's going to be back here, or he's definitely going to get um, some reps in a preseason game. We really don't know. Um, and like I said, I think he looks fine, right? Uh, I think he's re- kind of like recovered from that ankle injury from last year. But that is uh, a question mark, right? He has a shoulder strain. He's not going to be practicing. We don't know if he's going to be 100% when he comes in week one. If he is coming back week one, we, we don't know. That's something we have to wait and see. And it'd be such a bummer to take a top three, top four quarterback uh, and then have him skip a week or two because of the injury. Or have him, you know, he's going to have to also knock off the rust because he didn't play since week five of last year. Um, also going into this, you will get into when we talk about wide receivers, but Amari Cooper's out, right? He's recovering from a surgery. He also is probably like, you know, probably going to be good to go for week one, but we're also not sure about that. Right. Um, and that's time Dak is missing away from CD lamb. Obviously they looked good in the four, four and a half weeks that they played together last year. But once again, this is going to take time away from, uh, the connection, building a rapport with C.D. Lamb. Obviously, he has one with Gallup, but Blake Jarwin also missed last year. He's coming back this year. You're, you're going to miss some of that. And if Cooper's not ready to go week one, that's uh, that's the number one target of the Cowboys, right? In this upcoming year, we'll talk about this when we talk about receivers. I'll tell you about the Cowboys receivers and my thoughts about them. But point being, that Dak might not have his number one option ready to go week one, and we don't even know if Dak's ready week one. So for those reasons, I'm going to drop Dak a little bit. Um, I feel like there's some good options, so you shouldn't rush into drafting a QB. I love Dak, and that's still someone I would love to draft. But like I said, I think Mahomes, Josh Allen, those are names that you would definitely take one and two type thing. Uh, Kyler Murray, I think that's a safe bet at three now. Uh, And after that, I think you could be... I put Dak in the range and maybe at the end of this this little range right here with Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, even Justin Herbert. Uh, that's someone I really love. Like I I would I debate taking Justin Herbert above Dak, and I know that sounds a little crazy, but the man is mad talented. He has an inc- he's an incredible offensive line now. Like that Chargers O line might be better than the Cowboys O line. They have uh, solid weapons with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And they also have, obviously, Austin Eckler, who is a great um, great backfield option. You know, he is a great pass catcher. He, uh, you know, gets a lot of yards after the contact, you know. So I think that's also something you're looking at. And I think they've really invested in that O-line for him. And I think that's going to be incredible for them. So Justin Herbert. That's the kind of range I'm, I have Dak at now. So I'm moving him from the 3-4 range to, you know, 
five to like eight nine you know at some point there wherever you feel comfortable but that's that's where i have him someone like aaron Rodgers. i think last time when we were recorded uh we still had questions of when he was coming back or if he was coming back well he is back at least for this year um so with that said he's coming off an mvp season they got him an extra weapon uh in amari rogers you know i feel like they're they're doing decent things he still has that chip on his shoulder as he always does. So that's someone I think I would really consider at, you know, four or five, right? When you talk about Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, obviously one's super talented and like Lamar is a great running the ball. He can make great passes as well. And now he has like pretty decent weapons. You know, they invested in Sammy Watkins. They drafted Rashad Bateman. They also they they've invested the past few years in wide receiver options uh they also have great tight ends mark andrews is one of the best tight ends as well so he he has enough options um but down the field the 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 target the aim the accuracy aaron Rodgers is like one of the best to ever do it Devontae adams is my favorite wide receiver and he might be the best wide receiver in the game right now so with that said, Aaron Rodgers at, at number three, four, five, totally fine. I, I believe it. I love Aaron Rodgers. He's a great quarterback. And that's not to take anything away from Lamar. If you take Lamar in, in that three, four, five range, totally understandable. But like I'm saying, Dak's moving down a little bit. And on the cusp of there is is the Wilson. It is the Justin Herbert. And that's just a, that's a preference. And if you're asking me what I think... um. Like I mentioned, I think the O-line of the Chargers is just fantastic, and they have enough weapons going around. DK Metcalf is one of my favorite wide receivers. I do really love Russell Wilson. Chris Carson looks really good. So I'm pretty good with Wilson as well, but we saw that last year, right? Whereas I think Herbert was, you know, had a little growing pains for two weeks, you know, but at the end we're like, wow, this guy's really damn good. We kind of saw the opposite with Wilson. Wilson started off super-duper hot, you know, was in the MVP conversation for a few weeks. Uh, his team was doing so well. And then, the, like, the last few games, right? They, I'm not sure if they beat the Giants or they almost... Um, I'm not sure if they lost. But it was a very close game, and the Giants were... Should not have been the same conversation as the Seahawks at the time. And there's just multiple games we saw of the Seahawks like that, and they just really fell off. Similar thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh started out, whatever, 11-0 and maybe. Uh, I remember they almost lost to the Cowboys uh, against Gary Gilbert out here. Um, and that, that almost happened. And at that point, yeah, we're like, whoa, something's wrong with the Steelers. And yeah, they just, the wheels fell off. So, so that's something that I have to take into consideration. Tyler Lockett's fantastic. They do have Will, Will Disley coming back healthy. Um, but so I, I think it's a preference choice for me. I probably would take the upside with Herbert. Like, I think he's just going to get better in year two, whereas we've seen Wilson, who can put up a top four, top five QB, um, you know, weekly stat. He will help you win games. At the same time, I, I think, you know, why not roll the dice with Herbert? And this is a little different from what I thought in the past uh, of young QBs and my rankings, but this is, you know, I'm just being legit. So, yeah, I probably have Kyler Murray three right in conversation with josh allen whichever one you choose um and then i would probably go rogers rogers lamar jackson herbert russell wilson dak that's how i feel about it 
the other big news that came out is something I mentioned last week, uh, no, two weeks ago now, as a honorable mention, or someone that has the upside but wasn't like top eight QB for me. That is Carson Wentz of the Indianapolis Colts. He and Quinton Nelson had the same injury. They're both going to miss about the same amount of time. Um, and what does that timetable look like? It looks like, I don't know, October they'll return. Um, it's pretty up in the air right now. It depends on the recovery and whatnot. But he's definitely going to miss weeks into the season. And that really sucks. I feel really bad for Carson Wentz. And you can look back last year and be like, what? No, you don't. Like, you were hating Carson Wentz. I was not. Okay, I like Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm a Philly, Philadelphia Eagle hater for sure. I, I hate them. Um, the, the, the team, the franchise, the fans, oh, gross. Individual players, no. Um, I did butt heads with Dev last year cause he was, he was riding the Carson Wentz train and he was chugging it, you know, like trains chug along, but he was chugging on Carson Wentz really hard and gave me some bad evidence of couple. He's like, Oh yeah, these experts believe so. I'm like, great. No one gives a shit, right? Like I hate that. I'm sorry, Dev. I'm just going to shut on Dev a little bit right here. But the point being, people do this all the time. But, like, if it's your opinion, then that's fine. Tell me your opinion. Or back it up with stats. Or this or that, the other. But don't tell me, oh, I believe this. And guess what? This high name whatever also believes it. So I must be right. And also, I just didn't believe in the Carson Wentz hype. I think back in the day when he was in the MVP conversation before he got injured that season, he did look like an MVP. Ever since then, we've seen it, though. He misses time. Um, you know, yeah, sure, the roster, the O-line was going through growing pains. They had injuries all across the line, whatever, this, that. Wide receivers were getting injured. They have old pieces of crap out there. I get it. And that's why last year, I was like, this is not going to happen. And it didn't. Uh, he stunk it up. But this year, I was like, hey, Wentz is... Going back to Frank Reich, someone he believes in, the the city gave up on him. They really wanted Nick Foles out there instead of Carson Wentz. I believed Wentz needed a fresh start, and he finally got that, and it's so damn unfortunate that he actually got injured. I was actually rooting for him, and this is someone I really thought that could end up in that 6-7 range, right? Like, uh, at the end of the season, you'd be like, oh, wow, I didn't know he was that good. Because they have a great O-line in Indianapolis. They have an amazing running game, right? Like, yes, they do have Jonathan Taylor. They also have two great backups, right? Naeem Hines, great pass catcher. They also have Marlon Mack, who's back from his... Sorry, I was rapping. I was, like, rhyming right there. We've got Marlon Mack back uh, from his injury, and he is still on the team, and he's a great... Like, he was fine as the starter. So I feel like you have those three solid backs, great line, and they have pretty good weapons, right? Like I said... Something I was really pushing for was them signing a veteran wide receiver in free agency. And we're talking about a Will Fuller, a Kenny Galladay, even like a Curtis Samuel, right? Like they should have just signed one and they'd be way better off than they are here. But they did bring back T.Y. Hilton. Obviously, my boy Michael Pittman Jr. is out there. He should be healthy this year. Knocking on wood. I know he missed a couple weeks last year, but, you know, he looks really good. Zach Pascal. Um, you know, a couple other names out there. So, you know, I was like, hey, Wentz is going to have a good season, and he could potentially, if everything worked out, end up as a top seven, top eight quarterback at the end of the year. 
Uh, and I had him from that 8 to 12 range. And I felt like, hey, this is someone you can gamble with, right? Like, I don't think he's going to drastically lose you games. Uh, sure, there might be weeks that he's just average and doesn't win you games. But I felt like he was going to be mostly positive week in and week out. So it's a damn shame that we're going to miss him. And for those reasons, he is someone you shouldn't draft, right? Um, if you do have a 12-man league, if you have a 2QB league, this is someone you can draft late because the assumption is he is going to come back at some point in the season. Uh, there have been talks that are like, oh, um, since the draft pick that went to the Philadelphia Eagles kind of depends on how many games he plays, there's a chance that he misses a lot of the games. And or he was he's even held out if he takes too long, so that's something to worry about. So that's why I would just avoid Carson Wentz now. Um, like I said, if you do play in a two QB league, which which is fantastic, I'm trying to get back into that. I'm trying to push my my league to do that again, uh, but maybe next year we'll see. But if you do that, or if a uh, 12, 14, 16 team league, um then, you know, Carson Wentz is someone you can target, but super duper late because he is going to miss a lot of time. So those are the two pieces of news and notes I wanted to touch on and adjust my rankings a little bit. And that's going to wrap up this episode. Like I said, I already have another episode about quarterbacks. I talk about the top 10 a little bit more in depth. So check that out. Let me know what you think. If you have any more questions regarding quarterbacks, let me know. I will get to them. And until next time, we're going to be talking about running backs. But until then, I'm out. Peace.